Hello, and welcome to Safe Room, a podcast about survival horror games, a game club, in fact. Um, I'm one of the hosts, Grace, and with me is the other host, Ryan. Hello. Uh, so, basically, with this show, we're kind of doing a structure of, um, I mean, this is loose, but doing a genre classic, and then mm-hmm. alternating with a relatively obscure um so we're starting with the, i mean the big one silent big hill one. yeah yeah it's the it's the one. Oh, we fucked up though there's no safe room <laughs> <laughs> well the, the rooms where you can save don't usually have enemies in them no uh but yes it's true um yeah, it's, it's so like, funny so I don't know if you know this. I read the manual, and in the manual, Harry's occupation is writer. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was, um, yeah. I mean, it you know. never I, matters, but. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. Um, which I guess I kind of like. I kind of like that Harry's just like some guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just some schmo. Um,. Yeah, that's very funny. Cause I, I mean, I think it's like it's you can chart so much American horror to Silent Hill. Oh yeah, you know, um, and so so obviously Stephen King is something they're they're working with. Yeah, um, yeah, that's so funny. Oh, also, um, do you want to share the other factoid you learned about people? Oh my God, Cheryl <laughs> Harry's daughter Cheryl is named after Cheryl Lee. From Twin Peaks. Yeah. The, you know, the woman victim that kicks it all off. You know what I'm saying? I Femininity. Don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the thing is, I will say, and we'll, we'll get into it. Um, there's definitely some like Laura Palmer vibes going on. Um, it's not quite the same thing. Yeah. Though in some interesting and that's sort of i guess that's one of the things that i think i'm really impressed with is simultaneously it's very easy to chart all these influences onto silent hill but it does kind of feel like its own unique Mm -hmm. thing yeah i agree yeah um and obviously it helps that it's like a video game Mm. but um but yeah do we want to talk about like just kind of go through the plot there's actually i mean there's not that much plot really yeah Uh, no for very simple yeah narrative. so harry's again he's some guy and he's a daughter named cheryl and they're driving somewhere um and he gets run off the road because he sees someone walking um and when he wakes up his daughter is gone and he's in this fog drenched town called silent hill and he's trying to figure out what's going on um he meets Oh, I didn't put her name on here. What's the cop's name? Sybil. Sybil Bennett. Sybil Bennett. That's right. Okay. I was like, it's not Cheryl, but it is a C name. Yeah. Um, meet Sybil and uh, Michael Kaufman, and who's like a businessman in the area, and Lisa Garland, who's like a nurse at the hospital, as he's sort of going around this town trying to find his daughter. And um, the town kind of you know the the real world town quote unquote 
is fucked up. It's all covered in fog. All the roads are out or just like vanish into the void. And there's all these creatures running around. But also sometimes he goes into this other world where there's lots of wire fences <laughs> and, and dead bodies and sort of, you know, all this stuff. And so basically he kind of gradually figures out that there's this dark presence that's trying to like make itself known in the in the real world um and that it is being channeled through his daughter who is mm-hmm. like split you know who is like part of the soul of this young woman who's going to be like the vessel for the new god yeah um and he meets dahlia gillespie who's like this older sort of i mean we'll, we'll also get into this kind of romani coded Woman. yeah yeah um and and it turns out that she's the bad guy even though he's trying she's trying to help him find her daughter for her own nefarious purposes and to resurrect this like evil god um and i mean you know you can get a bunch of different endings depending on like what items you pick up and like whether you do a little side quest at one point mm-hmm. um but basically you either kill cheryl and you know save her from possession by this god uh through her death or you save her and leave silent hill um and that that's 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 about it i think is there anything else you want to like make note of in the broad uh, sense cheryl is an infant at the end y- of the game yes yeah there's sort of uh because i think the implication is because she was split and there's also like yeah. Alyssa is um dahlia the daughter, daughter. daughter yeah yeah and she's like one half that's been trapped in silent hill for years and years right and the other half is cheryl and so once they're like reunited i think there is some implication that things sort of reset yeah right um but that's uh yes but that's it yeah yeah uh that's the plot of this game where you mostly just one around and yes yeah. check, check doors and stuff <laughs> yeah well it's all it's all about the vibes you know yeah um and i think i think this is the thing i guess first off play i think this is a really impressive game yeah because you haven't played this before and i have no so i haven't I'm, yeah I'm i played uh i was re- playing it and i was like man there are like so many games in the ps1 the haunted ps1 collection that are just this yes and i would do it too <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so, like it's fucking cool video game, and yeah. I and the thing is also it's I'm really interested to see once we get to Silent Hill two in a couple months because it's like we don't get another PS one Silent Hill, mm-hmm. right? Which I think is a really, you know, that feels dramatic to me. Yeah, um, that two years later we're upping a console generation feels like really like oh what is that going to be like? I don't quite know, you know. Right. So. Um. So yeah, I also get like I also get the impulse to be like I want to know what Silent Hill Two would have been on this hardware, right? Um, right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just think it's really good, um, <laughs> and I think a lot of what makes it work are sort of the the subtleties of walking around. Well, and yeah, <laughs> picking stuff up. I think for me, it's specifically like the, the, the when it works best for me. It's like the outdoor areas where you're running through the fog. Yes. Um yeah. and because and because it's like a draw distance thing, the fog is like super interesting because it's like everything is foggy until you're right up against something and then it's the yeah. most highly detailed thing in the world. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I just think it's such a cool aesthetic. Yeah. Well and I think also that that attention to detail 
is part of what makes it so eerie. Yeah. Right. That it's like, um, like I love that you can fucking read all the signs on the shop windows and all that uh-huh. stuff. Right. Yeah. Like it's all just very sort of legible in that way. Yeah. And I think that gives it like a, I, I think that's because the thing is, I think we shared this. This wasn't a particularly scary game for either of us. No. Right. But I do think it's it's pretty damn creepy. It's very eerie. And I think part of that is that sort of simulacra that is then put into this sort of lo-fi and then slightly sort of off twisted environment that obviously gets played a lot with some sort of the alternate world stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, basically I think like, I don't know, I think the idea of like going to an elementary school, but it's fucked up <laughs> could be so fucking tacky. Um <laughs> It um, just isn't like it just is kind of kind of scary. It's like creepy. Did um, you did you look at the posters in the school? Yes. Yeah. Do you know what those posters are from? No. I'm sending you an image. Okay. I'm like, I'm just at the ready. Oh my god! <laughs> Kindergarten cop, baby. <laughs> That's well. I was thinking about, and I think this is also part of it. Um, that, and I think this is also a difference because I mean I don't want to talk too much about it because you just did a whole fucking podcast about Twin Peaks. But there's some Twin Peaks mm-hmm. resonance here, obviously. For talk sure. Early, and also the sort of like heart of evil that's in this like quiet american town yeah Um, but the heart of evil is like cocaine (laughs) yes yeah (laughs) yes (laughs) i almost i almost sent you a screenshot when harry's like what does drug trafficking have to do with yes (laughs) it turns out a lot um so but only if you don't go down a, a specific part of silent hill and you just miss the drug plot (laughs) yeah yeah that's like what i think and it's also oh sorry i'm having a lot of thoughts because i think it's also interesting that the game like to get the good endings quote unquote yeah you have to like pay attention you know like i miss the liquid like i'm thankful for you Mm -hmm. for saying have multiple saves but i miss the liquid that's on the floor that you use to revive cheryl yeah i mean not cheryl sybil Sybil, when she's trying to kill you she also gets possessed in a similar way that uh, cheryl is um Mm -hmm. And so, and you could get this liquid that, that frees her, but you have to like find a water bottle in the kitchen and then go, you know, and it's kind of, it's like a very adventure gamey logic that it's like, For sure. you should try every object with every object in the space. Right. Yes. Um, but I think that actually kind of, I mean, it's actually, it reminds me of Metro 2033 mm-hmm. where it's like the way you get the good ending is like, Oh, tip this guy in the subway or like look in this pipe. You know, and if you get yeah. enough points that it like that like your sort of the you paying attention is like the moral question, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just think that's really interesting. Yeah. Um But uh Oh, okay, the thing I was gonna say in relationship to kindergarten cop is that the difference between I the, I think one of the big differences between this and, and, and Twin Peaks is that Twin Peaks is like a specific area. And it has, like, very specific connotations where it's like, okay, like, it's in Washington. There's, like, a hotel resort, you know, and there's, like, lumber industry, right? There's all these sort of, like, very specific material ties yeah. that sort of ground out that place as, you know, like, 
Heartland Americana to some degree, but also, you know, and I think Silent Hill is almost the opposite, where it's like, this could be fucking anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like it, you know, like I think it specifically kind of conjures the Midwest, but it it really doesn't matter where it is. No. Could be anywhere. Yeah. Um, and I think the part of that comes from the fact that it's, you know, it's Japanese developers, right, who are talking about American culture through the lens of, like, absorbing all these different pop culture things, mm-hmm. yeah, right? Yeah. And, like, it makes sense that Kindergarten Cop is, like, one of those things, <laughs> you know? For sure. <laughs> um, and so I think the thing is it's still, I think it still totally works and it doesn't feel cheap because there is that, you know, America, I mean, the United States is huge, and there's so yeah. many spaces in it that feel so anonymous, even though they have particular histories if you, like, live there, right? Um, I'm not trying to be, like, I'm not trying to talk down to people who are living in, you know, in Podunk, right. wherever, right? But just to say that it's, like, you could drive through Silent Hill and not know. And that's part of what makes mm-hmm. the horror effective, right? Mm-hmm. Um, If we want to, like, drag out the... Twin Peaks metaphor, like sure. <laughs> the the fucking dialogue in this game just doesn't. It feels like the voice actors just read a bunch of lines out of context, and yeah, then I, they pieced it together. Yeah, I really, I think the only person who really gets like a performance is Lisa. Sure, you know it feels like, and I actually think, but she's, she's all, but she's very game. one note is yes. also the thing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, for sure. She's just like scared, <laughs> <laughs> but like, but that's the thing is like, there are parts where like other people are supposed to be scared and they're just like, well, another day at the <laughs> office. <laughs> yeah. Your daughter, your daughter's dead, bud. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Harry's like, okay, I'm going to still look for her though. <laughs> You know, and I think that's like part of like, you know, Resident Evil 1 is obviously this way. Um, like, I yeah. is Shenmue out at this point, or is this um, later? Is Shenmue later? When did Shenmue come out? Shenmue was out by this point because, yeah, this oh, 1999, yeah, yeah, 2000. Okay, wild. Um, it's also, that's also the thing that's really wild is that Silent Hill 2 comes out two years after this and it's on the PlayStation 2. That doesn't mm-hmm. seem right to me. It feels wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like, this is very characteristic of games of this time where it's like, okay, now we can have voice acting, but we don't have like a professional apparatus for casting and hiring people. <laughs> and so it's just like, Hey, you want to be in the, in the game? You want to say yeah. some lines? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that has a charm, but I do think, I think it's one of the things that I was like playing. It's like some of this writing is like good and interesting and like the material is really good. And if like someone was here who cared to sell it, <laughs> you know, it would be really cool. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I mean, that's one I, of the things people cite about too, is that they actually like did voice acting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it makes sense. Cause I think it's, I think it's, it's undeniably really charming right mm-hmm. um and like particular to the the era you know yeah um and sometimes you know i definitely have played games where i've been like voice acting is a mistake <laughs> yes 100 <laughs> percent. Um, so i i definitely get it but i think i think the you know the the craft is really there and the yeah. fact that like none of the actors are like like leading into that is so fun. like that would, would happen on a movie set 
you know, necessarily yeah. where it's like everyone's like the, you know, everyone else is firing on all cylinders, but the actor's just like, I'm just going to stand here and like save my lines. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I do think it has kind of that, like, there is a little bit of like, oh, you're going through this town. You're meeting all the quirky characters, you know, who are yeah um, inhabiting it. Um, <laughs> People started messing around with this queer religion. <laughs> yeah. I so badly wanted to send you that screenshot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we should try. Maybe next time we could, like, play it a little bit more adjacent so we can just, like... uh, Because, yeah, confession, I finished it uh, an hour and a half ago, so... I beat it early because I was super busy this month, so... Yeah, yeah. No, it was... uh, Yeah, it worked out fine. I was worried because I was super busy yesterday. Um, Anyway, but... um, yeah so i don't know there's a lot of stuff we could still talk you wanna, about you want to go by like character and then yeah see how that goes yeah let's do that and then we can sort of talk more like game shit afterwards yeah yeah um what do you think of sybil's whole deal uh i think sybil's fine i think she's kind of there to just be like a hot policewoman I think this is also there's relevant. a lot I mean most of the women in this game is there to be a hot blank yes yeah <laughs> right exactly I, well, I didn't really think about this until but that's also sort of a filtering of like Americana shit sure right that it's like the hot nurse and the hot police officer right those are like you know those are like stripper um personas you know mm-hmm. Um, that are just kind of characters in this video game and so Mm -hmm. um yeah but the thing is i do kind of like i like harry and them sort of figuring out what's going on together or like uh i also just think it's a i mean it's silly and part of it's just because the video game has to happen but like when cheryl uh, and then sybil and harry first meet up um and and sybil's like you should stay in this fast food restaurant and Harry's just like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to leave. I'm going to go find my daughter. Right? Like, mm-hmm. that's, you know. And I think that also sells because, like, so much of the the Cheryl-Harry relationship is just completely absent. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that does kind of sell. It's like, okay, he probably really cares about her because he's not just, like, he's really risking his life to do something. So, I think that gives us some good beats. But, yeah, I don't really feel like she has a lot to do. No, yeah, same. Yeah. Um, I think the... I still don't know what to make of Lisa, just because, like, a lot of, like, emotional beats are played on her, but I yeah. don't... Texturally, I don't think there's even a lot there. Um, yeah. Even well, though I... she's, like, she's, like, definitely, like, a victim of the circumstances in the right. plot. But, yeah. like, she's also, like... She's also just like the woman that's like lonely and she stays yeah. in one room. Right. There is, I think this is actually one of the darker notes with Harry is that he just leaves her always. Yeah. Right. Um, I think, yeah, like I don't think the game like leaves a really fine note on it. Um, but ba- basically the deal with her, she's working at this hospital. Um, and so one of the things with like Alyssa and like the, some of this is pretty fuzzy and this is actually, I mean, this is also one of the cool things about the game is that it doesn't, 
it doesn't really ever explain everything outright. There's some stuff where it's like big reveals, right? And it does like go through, but like the Cheryl and um, Alyssa stuff is kind of vague, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but so Alyssa is like apparently just wounded all the time and just constantly like bleeding and dying. And mm. so they like have her in the hospital and are just like constantly bandaging her up and like all this mm-hmm. stuff. And so Lisa is like one of the nurses assigned to take care of her and is just horrified by this experience. And then Michael Kaufman, who's like the doctor, like the medical executive at the hospital and is also a drug runner. <laughs> right just like starts you know preying on her vulnerability and just feeding her um drugs right Mm -hmm. and uh and then at the end you know she like drags him to hell (laughs) it's it's pretty sick yeah well so i think i think the thing that works there is that she's sort of a parallel to Alyssa, right that she's like the victim and she's also unheard and unrescued right that she just yeah dies I think the I think one of the great images in the game is when there's a moment yeah. when she's like runs into Harry again and she's like I don't know why I'm alive and everything around me is dead it has to be because I'm like one of them right yeah. and then she starts bleeding from everywhere and like becomes like this monster and Harry just runs right and well, I think Harry like, pushes her yeah he pushes her away yeah. against the wall and then she just like starts bleeding out it's yeah it's really it's really fucked up and I think there's like I, I don't know. This is maybe... But I think there's a moment where, like, Harry could be like, you're not one of them, and, like, embrace her and sort of yeah. hold her through that moment, and he just yes. doesn't. He just leaves. He right? just leaves. Did you go back in that room afterwards? Yes, yeah. Yeah, you find her, like, diary entries. Yeah, that explains some of this stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, and so it's like, I think that that's... I think that element of it is really good beat, and I think it's also good to have a character... Because the game can kind of turn out okay for everybody <laughs> to some mm-hmm. degree, right? Like in the good ending, you know, uh, Sybil and Harry get married. Or, you know, one of the good endings. Sybil and Harry get married, you know. They get married? I mean, I they're... They, so there's they a, just, like, chilled. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if they get married, but they're, like, it's implied... You get that, like, cinematic of them in the graveyard with yeah. uh, the baby. The Cheryl Alyssa baby. Who is Heather, right, in future games? Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, so you get that beat. And they're, like, all together. They're a little family. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't know if that doesn't mean they get married. There's not, there's not, a, <laughs> there's not like, Harry Mason in a tox or anything at the end. I just inferred. <laughs> um, so... Um, but yeah, I just think that that, I think it's good to have a beat that is just irrevocably tragic and that also shades Harry as like, not just like a total hero, right? Mm-hmm. Just like the stoic apparently doesn't, he's just like, what's going on? <laughs> and, and just like triumphs through everything with his, uh, hunter's rifle and handgun. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I this wasn't intentional, but I I completely missed all of the other guns in this game for some reason. <laughs> Damn. I was like, I'm getting shotgun shells, but no shotgun. Shotgun. What shotgun. The fuck. I don't. Uh, that's wild. I don't remember where the <laughs> shotgun is. And at one point, I did start like consulting a guide actively, mm-hmm. just like flipping over to it. I think after I like missed the liquid and like went back to a save to get it. Yeah. Um, what like, ending did you originally get? So I didn't play through the whole thing. 
Okay. I would have gotten probably good minus. So yeah. Sybil would have died, right? Because I couldn't uh, spray the liquid on her to mm-hmm. revive her uh, from being possessed. But I think I would have found Kaufman and like done that whole little thing. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, you basically at the end you show up and he's got more of this like liquid that relieves you from being possessed and throws it at like the Alyssa Cheryl hybrid who's like becoming god and then Mm -hmm. uh and then you know a fucking demon guy crawls his way out of her and you fight that instead of fighting her and that's like the shift and the big shift in what ending you get right Mm -hmm. um well i guess relatedly do you want to talk about michael kaufman i I feel like we've kind of spilled the beans on this already he's just kind of a piece of shit yeah he's just kind of just a I, his side quest is so weird. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> because I think that's it's also. I I I've played this game before and I missed the trigger for <laughs> this. Yes, yeah. Well, it's like you basically just go into a bar and he's like there getting killed by some creature. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of Silent Hill's innumerable little beasties, and you rescue him, and then you like find out about how he's been running drugs and find his motorcycle that has drugs in it. And that's it. Um, and he's just like, fuck off. Fuck off. Get <laughs> out of business. Um, but then he, it's weird because it's kind of like a big moment when he shows up and like throws the stuff. Yes. And it's like in slow. And so I was like, oh, is he like actually a good guy? Like what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I think, I think that is like one of the weird. Watching um, the medicine just flow through the air for like 10 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. It's such a long moment. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, he's just, and I think this is also the thing is he's, there's like a cutscene, there's some moments where you see like ghosts of people in, in certain places and he's like been collaborating with Dahlia, Mm -hmm. but they didn't quite see eye to eye on like how to get this God resurrected, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, yeah, you know, and so that's sort of why he shows up at the end. There's like a little, you know, some factionalism happening within this cult. Um, you know. Um, this is gonna be the weird thing too. Is it's like every game after two is gonna like elaborate on this plot, and I'm just like, no, it's good. You're you're fine. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. Well, I think that is. I yeah. I guess I'm curious because I also had certain ideas about what Silent Hill was and how it worked. Yeah. That I think are coming from two and three. Yeah. More because I, I was sort of like, oh, like, yeah, I was like, Harry Mason is in some way like a fucked up individual. And that's why we don't know much about him. That's going to be like a reveal later that right. he's like, do you know, doing something awful and evil. Um, yeah. But th- there isn't that. Like, there's some. There is not that. Yeah. Yeah. But two, he's just two like, is oh, more. God. Yeah. Two is more when they lean more into like Silent Hill as like a sort of mirror to the protagonist yeah in a way that this game just isn't really interested in no not at all and i think i think the way in because i think it's also like i mean it's like classic anti-christian text basically yeah <laughs> right and i think the the way the alternate dimension works and i think this stuff is actually really cool is basically like as this is sort of what the town is on the inside right i mean it's like twin peaks in this way too a little bit um, yeah even though but like yeah that it's like this place has like evil and darkness going on and it's like 
you know, the, the places that might look normal to us just driving through or might just seem a little creepy are, like, harboring this, like, deep danger and sort of this, like, hellish landscape, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I kind of with that, do we want to talk about Dahlia just a little bit? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's just kind of the bad guy. I think there's... Because um, part of... Basically, the thing is that she's, like, hyper-controlling of her daughter who she believes can be like the vessel for the antichrist basically and um you know and there's i mean there's some great stuff that comes out of this i really like that room that you go into where unless it's just written all over the walls right because she's mm-hmm. been like trapped there for however long mm-hmm. um you know i like that scene where Alyssa's just like, I just want to stay with you. And she's like, well, maybe I can just use you right now to <laughs> summon God, you know, whatever. Yeah. Right. That there's just no caring. Right. And that yeah. like, hopefully there's sort of a promise at the end, right. That there will be a place for this person or like the shell mm-hmm. that this person inhabits now. Um, mm-hmm. And I think all that is really nice. I just think the like Dahlia as like weird foreigner cult coat, you know, is like yeah. coming in and fucking everything up has some like obvious bad shit going on. Yep. Um, she has a big tie. She does have a big tie. What's up with that? <laughs> Don't know. In the cutscene, it doesn't really. Yeah, maybe really it is some sort of like, like vest or like I don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she does have a big tie. I do like her monologues and the Harry just going, "What? <laughs> yeah." <Huh?" laughs> Well, yeah, I like that. I mean, I like that stuff, too, where it's like something's going on. And part of it is that later it's revealed that, you know, she has a reason for withholding information. Right. Um, But it's yeah, that stuff is very funny. (laughs) Yeah, I also don't think I feel like we've kind of covered our ground with Alyssa and Cheryl. Yeah, I think so. Um, So that's kind of it. Um. In terms of, like, the game part of it, like, I feel like this time around I was sort of kind of a little bit underwhelmed with the environments in terms of, like, you go to the school and then you do some exploring and then you go to the school, except it's, like, rusted. Yes, yeah. (laughs) And then you go to the hospital and then you go to the evil hospital and also (laughs) there's also rust all over the place. There's so much rust. (laughs) And then you go to the, like, bad version of Silent Hill and it looks... Like, it those things just look the same in a way that like the first time I played it didn't really bother me, but... Right, I think that makes sense. I think maybe repeat would the thing i really liked about this is sort of some of the marginal stuff there like i really like that you use the same map over again when you're exploring the evil version right and that it's like there are differences now and the map doesn't always tell you what those are right i think that that stuff is super fucking cool yeah that Um, stuff is cool yeah but i also think i get how that could also like kind of work one time you know and once you like Mm kind of know what's going on in the space it's like okay like i know what's going on so the eeriness is lost and now i'm just trying to run through and get to the next part right yeah pretty much yeah um but um i also really like the thing i also like with sort of the two world stuff is like the first time you go into school you like go into the clock and go down and then back up Mm-hmm. And, and so like this sort of there's like this physicality but it's like wait that doesn't make sense like i know what's on the other side of the school 
Yes. <laughs> like there's a house over there and now there's like something else. Um, and the way that sort of gradually shifts into there's a point where you just literally like walk down the street in a cutscene place and you like fade into the yeah. alternate world. And so the the sensation that you get of it like growing in power as the game progresses is really cool. Yeah. I think. Um, and also the weirdness where it's like sometimes you like wake up from a nightmare and you're back in the normal world, quote unquote, quote unquote normal world, because it's still fucked up. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I'm cracking up. up because I'm thinking of the line where Harry's like, rather than shifting from reality to a nightmare, <laughs> this is more from... like reality becoming a nightmare. <laughs> I'm like, yes. thank you, Harry, for reading the Wikipedia summary for the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also that part where he's like summarizing what's going on to Sybil. Yeah, like the the dark other world, and so, and then it's like he's become Dahlia, and Sybil's like, "What are you talking about, Harry?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that stuff is is fun. Um, I also think, yeah, I guess I also thought, and maybe this is more of a two on kind of thing, but I also thought there would be some ambiguity about whether Silent Hill is like real or right. sort of like a project. And in this, there's like not like straight up at the end, it's like, no, this is just real. It's real place yeah. and there's like real bad shit happening, you know. And right. it is also, I mean, to be clear, it's also metaphorical. It's also drawing on other stuff, right? Um, it's not mm-hmm. just like, it's doing cool things, but it is also like, this is actually happening, right? Mm-hmm. Um, although there is some fun, the one of the bad endings, um, I think it's if you don't, yeah, if you don't rescue Sybil and kill cheryl then there's sort of a brief cutscene right at the end where you yeah. where harry's just dead in the car mm-hmm. and that's like okay what's going on like that's a really haunting moment that has a yeah. good deal of mystery to it so yeah yeah did you watch all the endings i did yes did yeah. you did, i love the one where you don't save cheryl and she's just like thank you daddy <laughs> yes. goodbye and you're like fuck i didn't save my daughter and you just die alone yeah and, and, and she's like, just like bye-bye <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> goodbye <laughs> thanks for dropping me off at school you'll never see me again <laughs> yeah um <laughs> yeah it's good um and that's the thing is i think also like we're we're laughing a lot at the game um but i think that is like that stuff is all really charming and some of it is yeah. also like scary or like spooky at least right yeah um this is not us being like oh this is just like i don't know we both really like this i guess is what i'm saying no no yeah. good game good video game good video game I wasn't um, spooked out that much. The part that got me was the I, the mall when you see all the TV screens. Yeah, that's that good. part is so creepy. Yeah. Oh yeah, I took a screenshot of, and I think that's also the thing is sometimes there are just like, I guess we could talk about the camera sort of transitioning to that. Or yeah, sort of the yeah, cinematography, yeah. which is also really great. It's um, really good. Yeah, I also I was like losing my fucking mind playing the first little bit where it's like the in cameras. the alley. Yeah. Yes. I was like, so holy fucking shit. Good. Yeah, like yes. games have never done anything like this since. Like it flips yep. around you and it's so disorienting and strange. Yes. Like it's like it's just immediately really enveloping. So basically, yeah. I mean, basically just to explain, there's sort of an intro section um, where 
Harry has a nightmare about getting out from the car and trying to find his daughter and being killed by these little gremlin guys with knives who are some of the principal enemies. <laughs> um, and it's basically just you running through this alley, right? And it, yeah, and the camera just kind of like moves around you. And I think this is like really the affordance that Silent Hill has for going for everything is rendered real time, right? Mm-hmm. Is that you can kind of do stuff like this. You can flip the camera around. You can like play with the spatiality around the person rather than cutting from frame to frame which isn't necessarily bad to be clear i'm not like knocking it but it's like you do get some spectacular stuff out of that um you know mm-hmm. um yeah and i think generally i think it's i was surprised how more of the game than i expected was like your the camera just kind of follows harry around right mm-hmm. um but I think, A, like, the ability to cut to a fixed angle when you want to is really great. <laughs> yeah. It does some cool things. And it's also just, like, I mean, kind of just on a basic, like, game craft level, the way the camera moves to, like, show you what's important in a room and, like, you know, all that stuff. It's just really artful. And I, like, appreciated that every time. Like, it's a very legible video game. Yeah. Despite being, you know, a, a couple decades old now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really appreciated that. But also it gets some, you know, you get some really great creepy movement and like, you know, that kind of thing. Because you can kind of play with that. Like it's, the camera's sometimes shaky or unsteady. There's one great shot, and I'm trying to remember exactly what it is. But it's like a super close up of the back of Harry's head. Yeah, and it's towards like, the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, and it's like shaking as he steps up and down. Right? Mm-hmm. And like, that's so cool. And that's obviously something you could do. Like, you know, you could like make a little camera rig for somebody. Yeah. In, in a movie um so playing with that language in really direct ways is really cool especially now when it's like every game has kind of a standard modus operandi of like how you do video game cameras right mm. and so it's really cool to see a game that just doesn't give a shit about any of that <laughs> no <laughs> you know? and it's yeah. also before it's kind of like solidified right um mm-hmm. z targeting was two years ago <laughs> at this point <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah no it's really impressive what they were able to do with it yeah sorry i feel like i kind of dominated that is there anything no no that's it's just i don't have a lot to say about it because it's just really good it's just really cool yeah and i'm also i'm i mean i'm excited for for two and three to see how to see what they yeah i don't know i'm excited i think i think it's cool and that's the thing, and that's part of why we're playing these games is that, like, these are kind of the space where people are doing interesting things with, like, cinematography, quote-unquote, in video games. Like, there's not mm-hmm. really a lot of other places that are doing things like this with it. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, do we want to talk about, like, because, I mean, there's puzzle solving. Oh, my God. <laughs> and there's what fighting was the, things. What was the worst puzzle to you? I could not figure out the astrology signs. Yeah. Uh, like the one where you have to count the limbs. Is that what that is? I think so. Oh, okay. Because the the guide just lay the guide before the guide just said before it like told you what numbers to put in. So basically, there's like three little astrology signs on a wall, and it gives Mm. you the numbers for each of them. I think that mm-hmm. is right. Yeah, that's got to be it. Because yeah. I was I was thinking, oh, but it has something to do with, like, the order of astrology or, like, numbers that are associated with each sign. Right. And I couldn't find anything that matched up with it. 
And then the guide said, like, those who are familiar with astrological signs will get this one in no time. And so I was like, it's got to be some, like, hidden occult knowledge. <laughs> I think it's just blims. I think that's right. No, I think you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the one I, like, had. Because I was, like, Googling shit. <laughs> trying to, like, figure out uh, some bullshit. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, I'm, most of the puzzles in this game are just, like... Here's a little riddle. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, then you solve a puzzle based on the riddle. Yeah. I did also struggle with um, the, the one where you have to play the piano keys in order in the school. Yeah. Just yeah. because I didn't like think about the, the... So basically, it tells a little story about birds and that lines up with what piano keys you're supposed to press. And it's like, you know, yeah. some, some birds are black, some are white, and that corresponds to the keys. That kind of thing, right? And the thing I didn't notice is, like, at the beginning, it says the silent birds or whatever. So you only yes. play keys that are silent, but I was only playing the sound ones. Yes. And trying to figure out how to work it. And was like, and then, you know, I, I read the solution. I was like, oh, okay. If I had, like, thought, if I had realized that, I would have figured it out. Yes, <laughs> no totally. No problem. Yeah, so. <laughs> Just, I think, I think uh, my primary struggle with things like this is I tend to galaxy brain beyond the scope exactly. of the puzzle. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Um, um yeah by the time i got to the last dungeon i was just like i'm looking this up yeah. i'm not <laughs> yeah i'm good on yeah i just like when you, have, when you have to do like all the shapes and the the boards and stuff oh yeah mm-hmm. i'm just like i'm good yeah <laughs> um yeah i don't uh, think there's yeah. i think okay i do think the puzzle stuff that's really cool and this kind of ties into like the horror of the of the game is like when mm-hmm. you have to like solve an infrastructural problem it's like you have yeah. to turn on the power. Like I like that puzzle in the last one where it's like you find the generator and then you can go back and get the key that the electricity was running through. Or yep. you like turn on the pipe to get the key out, like to fall mm-hmm. into the courtyard. That kind of yeah. stuff where it relies on like your understanding of multiple areas of the space and how yeah. they all fit together and how they're tied with this kind of infrastructure. That's also like in the horror segments, you know, the road is just like rusted wire. And so mm-hmm. it's like there's all these pipes and sort of this infinite darkness like lurking beneath you. And sort of there's a sense that like the horror of the other world is seeing the like systems that underpin everything just unveiled and just laid out before mm-hmm. you. And so I think the way that puzzles can play with that a little bit is is really compelling. Um, yeah. That's not every puzzle in the game, though. So No. <laughs> but there are, there are more than a few that do that. And so I appreciated that element of it a lot. Yeah. That definitely feels like every horror game out to where you just took it because yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. Right. I also um, I also like the... The thing is, I also think the puzzles kind of work thematically in the sense that it's just like, yeah, if I was like putting this like random guy through hell, I'd make him <laughs> solve a word problem. <laughs> I'd give him a bouncy ball. <laughs> yeah. like, what are you supposed to do, to do with this? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's just, I, I think that, like, and again, there's sort of a, we've been laughing about stuff, and I think that's, like, funny, but it's also, like, yeah, that would suck. That'd be terrible. <laughs> I a, would simply put a tentacle monster on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and see what would happen. Yeah. Um. So I think oh. that, like, yeah, I think that stuff, like, ends up, like, it's e- like it's either just sort of an inconvenience or ends up being, like, pretty fun and compelling. Um, so yeah. I don't think it's like it's not a major knock on the game at all, but some of them are kind of no. a pain. Um, I and also I I played this game before. I still died to the dude in the fridge. 
<laughs> yes. And yeah. lost like an hour of progress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I like um because I, I think you have to step away from the fridge for the guy to kill you. So I like grab the sword. Right. First, you see you see the chain, right? And yes. then it's like, do you want to grab the sword? And so I grab the sword. Because uh, basically there's like a fridge and there's a little chain over it. And you get a ring earlier. And so you have to put the ring back or else this guy comes out of the fridge and murders you for taking the sword. Right? <laughs> Um, yes. so but i think you have to step back so i took the sword and then i was like oh i bet i put this ring here you know or i had mm. to put something here and so i did that and then stepped away and the guy was like rah, 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 banging against the walls of the fridge yeah. and I, for a second i was like am i supposed to open this back up and i was <laughs> like probably not <laughs> yeah I, I, I was just like i knew i know you have to put something here but i don't think i have the item yet yeah. and i don't remember if the game like warns you that you're gonna die when it happens and of course it doesn't no so. yeah <laughs> oh yeah but yeah i did die late i don't remember exactly what happened i think oh i think oh, it's those those little okay so we were talking about the little guys with knives earlier yeah the children yeah and they show up at the end of the game but they're invisible mm. or they're like sort of shadows so you can kind of see the edges of them but nothing else yeah i think that was what killed me and I just wasn't keeping track of how much health I had left, and so I was like, "No, yeah. getting murdered." How was taller. how was so? Did, you played on normal, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. How was because I played on easy and just you know blew through it. Yeah, there was one time. Um, I didn't blow through it exactly, um, but not there was never any. There weren't too many times where it was like, "Oh fuck, I really have to like get more shit." and like wander around like i did have enough ammunition generally but also i think the game does kind of like not give you it gives you less than you would need to just do everything with ammo Mm -hmm. um and so at a certain point i was like using the hammer a lot Mm -hmm. um as like the primary weapon um and uh but yeah i think i actually was kind of thinking that like if you haven't played dear listener if you haven't played this game and it's, I mean, it's not that long anyway. It took me like five hours to beat. Yeah. Um, and I did, you know, I think part of that was alleviated a little bit with some guide consulting. Um, but it's not super long. But if you just really wanted to breeze through it, I think you could play on easy and you don't lose a lot yeah. in that translation, I think. Um, yeah. I mean, you can attest more to that than me because you, you, you can just do everything with a gun. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the... the only the only thing I had trouble with was the first boss, but I think it's mainly because I didn't have the shotgun. Oh yes, yeah, God, because <laughs> you kind of just have to shoot it once or twice with a shotgun when it opens its big mouth, and that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the boss I had trouble with in this way was the sandworm in the mall, mm-hmm. um, because I like ran out of ammo and it's very difficult to hit. Yeah, it's very. And so I had I like reloaded it. Um, to like grab some more because i like read the guy it's like oh i missed ammo in a couple places and so i should just go do that and that should work out and it did yeah so you know that was like the main inconvenience i bet on a heart it's pretty brutal though yeah um so um um another thing is like two has a puzzle difficulty as well mm-hmm so there's game difficulty and puzzle difficulty. Yeah, that's actually that's cool. Um, um, so I'm looking forward to see how that is. Yeah, I uh, I guess we'll, I'm curious about like 
Like, is there, like, normal and hard or the same puzzle difficulty? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. That's what I would imagine, but that it might it'd be funny if it was, like, the hard puzzles are, like, extra fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so kind of talking about combat, um, I think this is also an area where it's, like, it's really, really simple, but because it has a lot of, like, subtle nuances to it, um yeah it works for me really well i love that like there was mm-hmm. a tool tip after i died one time that's like you can turn off your light and enemies yes. won't notice you and so you can sneak up on them but then also you can't look at your map you can't see anything right mm-hmm. and so that that kind of trade-off is really great and the thing is like every weapon kind of has stuff like this right um like mm-hmm. the hammer is kind of the best one i think because it has so much range and deals a fair amount of damage but it's like yeah. you still has to like swing up and you can miss stuff yeah. if you're not right in the right yeah. place the, right yeah the wind up on it's so large yeah yeah and so i think that kind of like the way it sort of plays with the physicality of yeah. that stuff is i think really artful and i think that also like there are like slicker versions of this kind of combat um but I don't think there's very many versions of it that are better just because I think this like uses every piece really, really well and makes you feel like really frantic if you get surrounded by enemies, you know, or you know, like that. I think it's really, yeah, I guess you I like saw that. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I'd like that. Like, unlike like a resident evil, like it's not about like managing inventory or like resources. It's more yeah. just the moment to moment, like combat situations. Right. How, the like, the way the only way you really manage resources is like health pickups and right. ammo, right? Yeah, but but you're not like sorting it in an inventory. No, or anything no, like no, that. no. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just like you want to try to avoid getting hit so you don't, so you can have ammo for that ammo and health for the boss battle or mm. whatever, right? So there is like, um, you know, yeah. But that just sort of like that. It's less that like that encourages you to like be conservative and more that just you have to use specific items for specific jobs right Mm -hmm. Um, and i think strategizing through that is like yeah like again it's not super complicated but i think it's very elegant and very well put together um yeah yeah. which Um, side note like my game time is like longer than i thought it would be because like for half the game i forgot that you can just hit triangle to pull up the map oh god so i was like pausing the engage the game <laughs> yeah. for like half the time and right. just looking at the well, map I that kept, way <laughs> i kept pausing it because i just have like modern game brain and also like ps1 <laughs> rpg brain where triangle is always like opening up your menu yeah right and so i would hit triangle to open up the menu and get the map and i would hit mm-hmm select over yes. the map and get the menu like all the yes, time yes totally <laughs> so yeah. um but that was like you know not the game's fault <laughs> yeah at all um let me see um yeah i don't know are there any specific enemies you want to call i like the dogs they're scary come on the dogs you. are scary um i like the dog house bit <laughs> it's cool. good <laughs> I did kill the dog before I saw the dog house, so I didn't quite get the classic moment. Yeah. Um, but you know. Um, I mean, I guess I should for people who do not know, there's a meme of Silent Hill One where uh Harry's standing in front of you know, it's a screenshot from the game, Harry's standing in front of a dog house and says it's you know, and it says like on the bottom it's a dog house. Don't see a dog around though, but in frame there's a dog like reaching out to bite him. 
<laughs> just like leaping in the air. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, I think the intended thing is like, there's a dog house, but there's no dog around. And then like you walk a few steps and a dog pops up and tries to eat you. Um, yeah. But I was running around or something. So I got the opposite yeah. way. A lot of the enemies just seem forgettable to me, though. Yeah. Like, why is there pterodactyls? I don't know. I don't know why there are pterodactyls. Yeah, I think I think the the only thing that's going on there really is just that it's like a different, different enemy, different variety. enemy type. Yeah, and you have to time it different than the than the dogs if you're attacking them with melee, and you have less room to do that. So it's yeah. like encouraging you to use a gun. That, that's but there's no like really like thematic. No, it's just, enemies. It's just like a fucked up world, and so there's fucked up like people the, in it. The first boss, like, is referenced in a storybook. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's, like, the children in the the school. Yeah. But, like, that's kind of it. Yeah, well, there's also, there's the there's the nurses. And I guess that yeah, gets in play with, like, Lisa being, like, I'm yeah, one of these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it is kind of like, yeah, it's just, like, there's, there's this fucked up evil world. And so there's, like, weird creatures and stuff in it. Um, yeah. And I think that actually does, I guess it does work in this way, too, that, like, we, the other world doesn't make any sense you know mm-hmm. like there are traffic signals but i'm like how are cars driving on this like wire yeah <laughs> or whatever <laughs> right like it just doesn't make any sense and that's kind of i think that's kind of compelling right yeah um, but yeah i agree that it's like the enemies don't feel like we're not at like pyramid head stuff where it's like yeah exactly. a really iconic design that's leveled with also a bunch of storytelling implications right it's just kind of like there's a fucked up little kid. He's got a knife. And he's gonna stab you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think those little kids are. I think that was like. I think the school was the part of the game where I was legitimately creeped out the most. Sure. Um, yeah. And part of it is just that, like, I'm still figuring out how the game works right at that point. So. Yeah. Um. But. Yeah. We haven't talked about the sound design yet. No, we haven't. Gosh, you're right. <laughs> It's so Fuck. good. It's fantastic. The soundtrack also just generally the music is fantastic too. Yeah. Um a lot of like the there's not a lot of jump scares but the ones that are there are mostly except for like one exception are from just the sound design. Yeah. Mhm. Um, um I really love going into a room and music kicks up. Yeah. And you're like what 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 uh what's going on? <laughs> And like, and then sometimes nothing will be there, yes! and you're just like, "What the fuck? What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, and that's that's really great, right? That that like yeah. the, the music, the sort of there's not like a direct cue, you yeah. know, in the way that like, because you know, you get a radio and it's like you hear static when there are enemies nearby and stuff like that. Yeah, right. Um, the music is a way the game kind of plays against that a little bit. It's like something's going on, something's going on, and it's like, "What's going?" You know, and nothing's happening, or something is happening, or you know that um that way it like kind of gets to fuck with you through the sound design is really cool yeah um, um and then all of the like guitar driven music is like super good as well yeah um the reason that's the reason why everybody likes yamoka as a musician yeah <laughs> this stuff's really good and evocative yeah it's really moody and i think it's also such a nice contrast to the kind of like because a lot of the sounds of the music that plays when you're in the world is like industrial or sort of like yeah. drums or just sort of like banging on pots or or like loose metal or whatever right it's yeah. very like dissonant and heavy and so when like it sort of places different type and there's like guitar music 
it just feels like there's sort of a relieving element to it, but can also be really haunting. Right. Yes. I really like that um, music starts playing in that cutscene with Lisa when she bleeds. It's right? so good. And then yeah. when yeah, and then it just keeps playing for the next little bit as you and it does that a lot, right? Where music will fade in and out as you go into rooms and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. I think it's yeah, but again, just really artful. Um yeah, very, very cool stuff. Um Yeah. Great. The music in two is even better. Yeah, I'm great. pumped. I, I was <laughs> like, because I knew, all knew that like people talk about the soundtrack in this way. I guess I didn't quite. Because I was like, yeah, I'm sure it's creepy and fucked up or whatever. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so dis- it was so dismissive <laughs> in my brain. But I was like, yeah, I'm sure people like the music. It's like scary. Ah. But it's yeah, it's really great. And it surprised me how like sort of subtle and um, kind of quiet it could be, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is like. It sucks when you like buy the soundtrack and like right <laughs> and, and the actual songs are interspersed by the the creepy industrial <laughs> shit. Yeah, <laughs> reaching uh, for the skip button every time I listen to a Silent Hill soundtrack. Yeah, well, it's like that's not the kind of thing you can listen to like out out of context, really. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but I think that juxtaposition is so effective for yeah. Um, yeah, for what the game's doing generally. And the static with the walkie-talkie is, like, so good. Or with yeah. the radio is mm-hmm. so good. Yes, yeah. Well, I think that's... And also, like, yeah, again, sort of having to be tuned in and pay attention. Like, not only visually, but also, like, you know, with your ears. Auditorially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure that's a word. Um, you know, I think it kind of feeds into this... The, the game wants you to just, like, be wholly in it um in yeah. a way that i think like it i think that's also cool like it's cool for a game to kind of demand your attention in a way that's also not like fucking cheap <laughs> you know yeah. it's like yeah. log in every day so you can get this reward it's just like no we want you to pay attention because like i'm making i'm like something is happening to you via this game and i think that's yeah. it's really nice yeah it's also like a good way to communicate like there is like the camera is framed in a specific way but i know there is an enemy in this room somewhere right yeah Mm-hmm. um as a way to sort of balance that out yeah whereas other games like don't really give you that luxury no yeah well um, i think it's also i think this is also one of the things um yeah it's like i think there is sort of a i guess at least in the way people have talked about revivals like um tormented souls uh is a game that came out last year i think that's kind of like a silent hill resident evil revival game um broken pieces is a game i played a demo of recently um and you know and sometimes the language in the copy for those games is kind of like we're updating or like we're improving the design i really do i'm like very much like you do not need to do that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like like silent hill one kind of has it all figured out to some degree, yeah. like how this stuff should work and i think there's stuff that could be improved right i think you could do mm-hmm. more interesting enemy stuff right um but and i think there's certainly ways you could like change or side but i think sort of the idea that's like we're making it more cinematic now is like a very fundamentally like wrong-headed impulse (laughs) you know um which i think that's the thing i also appreciate about like ps1 stuff is there is also no pretension of that stuff right it's like we're trying to like recreate or work within this framework um really explicitly right Hmm. um yeah, do we want to talk about... Uh, I also thought it was funny. I finished this game. It's like a strangely appropriate Easter game. <laughs> Easter as horror. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Easter, Xbox. Happy Easter, Xbox. 
<laughs> My daughter will be the mother of God. <laughs> Happy Easter Xbox. <laughs> Because um, I think, yeah, it's sort of like, I I mean, it's kind of because uh, Alyssa is kind of a Mary figure, right? She's like the mm-hmm. pure, innocent woman who is like the vessel for God, right? And that's made into this kind of like exploitative relationship, right? Where like all these sort of like religious authorities or like businessmen who have interest in seeing this happen for some vague reason are just like mm-hmm. controlling her and making her life hell in order to like force God into being, right? Um, Mm -hmm. and I think that stuff is, is, you know, it's like not a super presence throughout a lot of the game, but I think it's very cool. And I think it plays into some like Christian ideas and makes them really horrific, um, in a way that like feels very like thoughtful and considered, um, even if it's not, I don't know. I think it is kind of like Christianity bad, (laughs) but, but I think it's like, yeah, it's sick, you know? Uh, what if, what if Jesus was like, a fucked up goat man <laughs> you know i'm always saying this. <laughs> you know and like what if the virgin birth was like this fucked up ritual that like required all this you know it's like yeah i think that stuff is cool it's very interesting yeah. um yeah and i think also i guess it, yeah. this is also the way sorry this is the way i do like dahlia's presence is that it's not just men who are doing this. It's mm-hmm. also this older woman, right? Who's sort of controlling this ideal of femininity to get what she wants, right? Mm-hmm. I think that that... Um, I, th- I think you could write a think piece about, like, how patriarchy works <laughs> and use sure. that. Um, and that maybe would be a little silly. But I think that is, like, one of the dynamics that's going on in it, right? Yeah. And it's also, like, part of how the cult works. It's, like, the mixture of this religion and the drugs yeah mm-hmm. in, a, in a in a weird way um yeah and it has this sort of like um the sort of isolationist aspect to it as well where it's like yeah. you know typical cult like outsiders not welcome right sort of which deal. is i think part of what makes the dahlia like coding like a little confused mm-hmm. um because yeah there's no like textual implication that she is not from silent hill or that she's like a racial minority right Right. it's just like the imagery of like an older woman who like has this occult knowledge and is dressed the way she is has like a lot of baggage Mm. um but it also just like you know the tourists came around and you know we fucking hate them and (laughs) yeah yes totally yeah yeah well i think that look at this look at this awesome resort of silent hill (laughs) We'll never fix the roads again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, that's definitely true. And I think that's also like, that's, um, and I think for a lot of people, this is like a lived reality. Um, But I think that's like part of the, the the idea of like stopping in a town and that town just wanting you dead is very like evocative and scary. And is like Mm -hmm. a thing in the United States Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. It's obviously uh, none of the characters in Silent Hill (laughs) who are all white people. (laughs) Um, but i think it is pulling on some very real like cultural sort of fears about and i think you know maybe sometimes some kind of like bad shit about like oh people poor people in the south are like backwards and evil and you know uh, by Mm -hmm. definition right that can get into some weird get Mm -hmm. you know we don't want to movie bob eugenics it out here um (laughs) but you know but yeah 
some major some stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on. You yeah. know? Um I guess I, I this is like a this is a very idle thought. I'd be curious to see thinking about this game and thinking about Resident Evil Seven. Um mm-hmm. which also has sort of like a, you know, fucked up family in the backwoods of America thing happening. Yeah. Um you know, I can't I don't know, I can't imagine that stuff is very good, but I'm just I don't I haven't played it. It's fine. It's exact it's what you get it's what you get on the tent. <laughs> yes, yeah, okay. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know. a, advertised correctly. I mean I've watched the like dinner scene and I guess that's fine. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not RE five. Thankfully not Ari. Yeah, and, and to be clear, I like I'd also much rather have people be weird about poor Southerners than the entire continent of Africa. <laughs> or or like the weird yeah. like, yeah, there's some RE six inherits some of this stuff too, where it's like the bad diseases come from Asia. <laughs> right? Yes. Oh, so Um and then, you know, of course like all the southerners are monsters because, you know, T-Virus fucking, you know, Chris Redfield shows up apparently. <laughs> yes, yeah. In a helicopter, yeah. and it's like, well, there's not really a statement here. Then, I yes. Guess. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the Resident Evil movies seem like far more coherent political texts, weirdly. <laughs> um, yeah. But here it's like... It feels very like '90s, like the drugs are evil, and also <laughs> mixed with r- drugs plus religion equals Silent Hill. Well, I think I think that's also again the sort of like weird collage of Americana that the game is pulling from. Yeah, right. That it's like because it also like Twin Peaks showing up here again with a drug subplot, right? Um, but. It, like, doesn't do the thing that Twin Peaks does, kind of, where it's, like, this, this like, actually good American or, like, sort of family, like, good living is threatened by sort of this outside drug force, right? And it's mm. more just, like, it's, fuck, drugs are fucked up. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> like, it feels a little less, like, clued into, like, the politics of plague with that stuff, right? Yeah. Um, than something like Twin Peaks does, right? Um, mm. And that isn't like I, I'm not saying like it's like good or bad in Twin Peaks. I'm just saying it's like make like there's stuff happening about like the war on drugs and stuff. This is all floating around in the imagination of Twin Peaks in a way that I don't feel like is quite floating around the imagination of this game because it's just not coming from people who are like in those cultures, right? Mm. Not a knock against it at all. Um, Oh, yeah, well, I. Yeah. Is that about cover it? Is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything? Oh, do we want to talk about the UFO ending? Oh, right. Yeah. Um, um, you have to do like specific. Yeah, you have to use a specific item in like six different locations, I think. I just watched yeah. it. So, um, but it's something you get after you've beaten the game already. Um, okay. And yeah, then some aliens pick up harry mason and like tase him and then just take him off in their spaceships and the credits roll star wars style like the you know, the crawling font <laughs> and that's it um 
Yeah, I think also, I think that's like, I think that's actually pretty funny. And it's also one of the few instances you just pre-render. There's like hand drawings of like yeah. Harry Mason. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it like reuses previous dialogue. Um, <laughs> like there's no new like voice acting really, uh, which I think yeah. is kind of funny. Um, and also there's that weird, what did you think of that like credit sequence where it's like you get every character name and there's like a little blooper? Of them oh making a goofy God. face or whatever. That was so That is bizarre. such, like, early Pixar energy. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and what I was also, like, I was also shocked at, like, how few cinematics there were. And I guess it also, like, I don't know how big the budget was on this game, right? Because uh, it's, like, just, you know, nobody's making Square Enix money at this point, so they can't do that. <laughs> and so it's, like, because the opening cinematic has a bunch of stuff, and then most of that gets reused at some point in in the game right mm-hmm. um and so i was like yeah there's really not a lot of pre-rendered material here and then at the end of the game it's like well here's a bunch more <laughs> <laughs> and that was a little odd i felt like for ps1 era it seemed like a normal amount of fmv yeah okay maybe i just am like i i've like mostly played the Enix games which is like blinded me yeah <laughs> true <laughs> Um, I was like, why isn't it? Why isn't it more like Final Fantasy VII? Why isn't there like cutscenes every other minute? I love that shit. No, I didn't wish it. I was just like observing it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the emails. Yeah, let's do emails. All right. If you want to submit an email to the podcast, the safe room podcast at gmail dot com is the email address. Yeah. Um, we have. Quite a few. First one is from Liv. Liv says, uh, Silent Hill series is pretty renowned for its character, or sorry, creature, says character design. Silent Hill 1 is very funny in terms of its inclusions, i.e. pterodactyls, <laughs> but I do have some affection for them. What is your favorite enemy design in this game? Um, Liv says that she likes the spirits inside the school. Yeah. Um, that's a really good pick um i mean i kind of like the fucked up kids with a knife i think that's pretty good um i also like the lizard people that are in the sewers <laughs> i like how slow they are i just ran from them yeah well it's like i also like that they like hang from the ceiling and will like swipe down at you I yeah think that's kind of fun i also like the like yeah. inclusion there that it's sort of like oh there's creatures that are sort of impl- they're tied to the place in some way right mm-hmm. i think that's nice um I don't know. Also, I'm not above. I, I'm not above it. I like a fucked up nurse. You know, it's cool. It's cool. I like the. I like the. They're, they all have the fucking alien alien in, in the back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's like, a, and he like still twitches after they're dead. They're like, Ooh. yeah, like yeah. That's pretty nice. Um, yeah, yeah. But I guess uh, right. I guess little little kids with knives is probably my number one pick. It's specifically like the yelling noise I make. Mm, mm-hmm. The fucking the fucking <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like dude, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, what I also like, I like that the like one of them will grab you, and the other one's just like stabbing you. Yes, <laughs> like and that yeah, that adds to the feeling of like oh shit, oh shit, when like one of them grabs you and there's another one close to you. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I think yeah, I just think that's all really great. Um, yeah, how about you? What's your number one? Um, I think it's the kid. It's just really funny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and creepy the way the fucking 
it, it just sounds like it's not supposed to have that voice. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. Um, what do you think about, yeah. like, the men, the little dog guys? I, the guy called the monkey men who, like, jump on you and eat you. Oh, my God. I forgot about those. Oh, my God. Those <laughs> things are cool. Just because, like, they're so annoying. <laughs> yes, they're so <laughs> fucking like, annoying. Yeah. You, like... There is like the entrance to like Michael Kaufman's like side mission. There's just oh, one outside so of there. There's so many. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I ended up doing that part twice. And so the first time I like just avoided him. And then the second time it, it just fucking got me. And I'm just like sitting on the ground for like 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I like the. I mean, I think it's cool also their enemies that just make you feel helpless where it's like, okay, I just have yeah. to like take this damage. And hope that I don't yep. die, and then like do whatever I can after that. That's a really nice like horror feeling. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. I have three ways I can respond to this email on Google. Okay. I have cool exclamation point. <laughs> okay. I have awesome exclamation point. <laughs> All right. And I have awesome period. <laughs> awesome period. I think is the one you should send. <laughs> Full stop. Uh, all right, how about the next email? Right. Next one is from Jack. Uh, with the Silent Hill games being known for various different endings, what are your thoughts on the endings in the original game? Is there a, a particular one that feels the most fitting for what you experienced? I like... I kind of like Harry just dying alone and being in the car. <laughs> um, it's pretty sick. Yeah, it's good. Like, I, And that was also the thing, is I was kind of expecting the ending to be more like that for whatever reason yeah. and i wasn't like disappointed that there were like good quote-unquote endings or anything um and i like that fine but i do kind of like the i like the idea of yeah you go and like free you do something maybe nominally good kind of and then just kind of die alone like i think mm -hmm. that's like appropriately sad and somber and and you know um yeah mm -hmm. that's my that's my feeling how about you yeah um i like the good ending just because it just wraps everything up in a way that yeah. I like. But I don't... Th this is the thing about Silent Hill is that they make one of these canon and it just like... Right. It kind of just doesn't... Like, Harry dying in the car is not an actual thing that happens in the canon, which is like... Right. Unfortunate to think about in terms of the way they expand upon like lore and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, I think that's like an interesting... Because is is three are they both direct sequels or two and three kind of like just three just three okay all right um so and then they go back to it in the different fucking yeah the visual era novel. of silent era of silent hill that nobody likes yeah and the you know? one which is a remake of one so mm. um um okay. yeah um but two is more like Two is when they wanted to do like the anthology sort of like style, right? Yeah, of like you know, here is a specific story, and Silent Hill just happens to be like the location, right? Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Okay. I have I have great question. Period. Okay. Thoughts? Question mark. <laughs> and not think? really. Period. <laughs> uh, I don't like any of the endings. Uh, I decided. Not really. <laughs> Not really. Not really. Um, all right. How about the next one? Raymond says, 
Um, there's only one question I have for anybody playing Japanese horror games for the first time, um, especially if it's Silent Hill. Have you watched any David Lynch? <laughs> I only watched his movies long after I played the Silent Hill series, uh, which is very eye-opening. Um, yeah. Uh, so I've 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 seen the Twin Peaks movie, and I've seen all Twin Peaks, and that is the David Lynch I've seen. Um, I own a copy of Eraserhead that my brother gave to me. And so I'm going to watch that at some point. And uh, Ryan has been urging me to watch a bunch of other <laughs> Lynch <Yes>. stuff. <laughs> so I'm going to get to it. I just haven't gotten to it yet. Um, Fuck. Wait, I can just suggest them for movie night. Fuck. You could, yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this whole time. Yeah. Well. Okay. The one for this one is no, I haven't. No, I haven't seen it. And not that I know of. <laughs> And I think we all know that not that I know of is the best. One. Yes, yeah. Oh, um, I think this is the last one. Yeah, this is from Ina. Okay. Um, please tell me how each member of the cast of Silent Hill orders their hot dogs. <laughs> In this scenario, we are supposing that they all like hot dogs. <laughs> Damn, that's such a good question. Harry, just hot dog with must, uh, not mustard, ketchup. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's exactly my thought as well. Just straight up. <laughs> um, Michael Kaufman doesn't eat hot dogs. He gets bratwurst. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, Civil is, to me, Civil is like the chili dog. Yeah, that checks out. Person. I don't know. That for yeah. some reason that makes complete sense to me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, totally. Gillespie just has a bunch of mustard. <laughs> Not mustard. Yeah, mustard. Yeah. Sybil shaking hands with Sonic. Both love yes. chili dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um. I feel like uh. I don't know. I feel like Dahlia's in all the fix-ins kind of gal. Like she's got sauerkraut mm. on that. She's got oh, you know, yeah. got the whole thing going on. Um, Alisa. Uh, Alisa's never had a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> and Dahlia would eat her fixing drenched hot dog in front of her, and not let her have any. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Lisa. Maybe I feel like I feel like Lisa would do like ca- relish. Yeah, like ketchup and mustard, and like maybe ketchup or like you know, kind of the basic, f- and then just like one kind of like like relish or banana peppers, maybe. Yeah, just like yeah. one little accent, you know. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, that's all questions. Okay, thank <laughs> thank you for that fantastic question. <laughs> awesome got it and love it <laughs> yes i do god. love it listen love it. that's true um okay yeah great uh, yeah once again the safe room podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. is where you yeah. would want to send questions um yeah well uh ryan do you have anything you want to plug in this the most holy of zones the plug zone. uh well we should say which one we're doing next oh yes we should okay next one we are doing uh the thing the thing ps2 ps2 game. game based on the john carpenter classic when did this come out oh i don't know 
2002. Damn. Okay, so this is three years Wait, after. Wait, when did... Damn. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is kind of... So I've, I've heard good things about this, and I think it's kind of a cult classic video game in its own right. Obviously not in the same way The Thing is <laughs> to its, you know, to movies. Um, yeah. But... Uh, but I, I'm excited about it. I watched I watched the thing for the first time just like two months ago. So, it'd be cool to Wait, revisit it. In Carpenter this is in this game. He is okay. I'm excited. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. This, the game was endorsed by Carpenter, who has a cameo appearance in the game. Hell yes. <laughs> this this is so much better than Romero being in that one uh, Call of Duty game. Um, <laughs> Sick. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, uh, right. Oh, wait, you sent this to me, I think. You sent me the, the IGN clip of Zack Snyder reacting to zombie appearances in video games. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, pretty funny, worth a watch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that, the reason I bring that up is because Romero, that scene with Romero shows up in, in that video. And Zack Snyder's like, I talked to that guy, I, I remade one of his movies. We talked on the phone I do a like, times. I do like how the entire video is him just going out of school. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> Pretty sick. Yeah. It's like, I like how gory it is. I like it. There's guts in it. <laughs> I like God. me too, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, and everybody's like, he's so stupid. He's not saying anything <laughs> insightful. I'm like, what do you want him to say? Him to it's cool. It's also yeah, I don't know. Um jock filmmaking is important and people people should make more jock movies. Um you can find me on Twitter at Bluestrose <laughs> four three zero. Um you can follow the Twitter account for the podcast at podcast safe room on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um and we're hosted on the abnormal abnormal mapping podcast network. We sure are. Go on abnormalmapping.com and listen to all the other There's podcasts. so many podcasts. There's too many of them. <laughs> um, yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Grace underscore Machine on Twitter. I already said on Twitter. Um, you can find stuff I write at GamePers sometimes. Um, and that's 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 why I have to plug right now. So All right. Cool. Um, thank- we'll see you next time with The Thing. Yeah, in the safe room. Well, the th- are there going to be safe? I don't think. I think we're doing two in a row without safe rooms because the thing. Damn. Well, because in the thing, anyone could be the thing. You could be in the safe room with the thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit! <laughs> All right, with that. What's the sign off? Um. Don't go out tonight. It's bound to take your life. <laughs> Stay in. The Hack safe your PS3. Hack your PS3. Hack your PS3. <laughs> Or play games on your PC. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, have a have a great day, y'all. Bye bye. <laughs>